everyone, and welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD, um, episode 39, I think. And uh, like to warn you about, we've just um, last we left off, um, the party had just sent her goodbyes to their new acquaintance, uh, Eris, and his friend Flair. After aiding him, uh, or aiding his uh, charge, Enusra, in trying to gain information uh, for her own special purposes on the uh, religious practices of the companions, finding out if they're uh, worshippers of her scene or not. Um, but due to an epic failure on her part, uh, twice uh, she was discovered, but still honored um, her part of the bargain that if they aided her uh, by causing a distraction by um, uh, sort of like going into um, competition in a game of siege stone with the companions to create a distraction uh, she would give um, Jaquai um, what little she knew uh, of his brother of why um, a, a previously unknown uh, reason of why he was uh, he was known to Jaquai as Zan Ren, but known to others that uh, have come seeking to him as Zan Ren Da, um, a title that's given to somebody who is uh, brave and daring uh, and maybe not always on the right side of the law. So, um, last we left off, Eris had just left. Um, been uh, taking via portal uh, thanks to the help of uh, Dexius Dexian Evicus, uh, the moth priest from um, Cyrodiil um, putting his ma uh, magic to good use uh, telling them, teleporting them back to Fort Dawnguard and Back in Whiterun, our party have just finished, or something like the games have ended, and they are left to their own devices looking at uh, Jaquai, seeing what information he has obtained. So, gentlemen and lady, uh, what would you like to do? Okay, before anything else happened, Happens, I'm going to go run around to the other side of the Siege Stone Wall and list the Fog of War and see how they had their boards light, laid out, because I'm very curious. Oh, all right, give me a second. I'll just look to uh, roll 20. I've got it pulled up. I'm very curious as to what's behind the Fog of War here. Yeah, me too. I've been staring at it all for the last hour. Is is Mule still there? Uh, Mule is still there. She's probably just about to. She's pretty furious right now. She's probably going to head back inside the uh, the hall of your Vasco. I Mouse would like to try to speak to her briefly if he can. Don't tiss her off anymore. Whispers out of this. Okay. Oh, very much. Uh... So I believe you. Terribly you... different from ours. Yeah. All right, get a screenshot of that while it's up. 
Very nice. All right. So I'll, I'll commit this to memory for uh, for future reference, and uh, somebody can write some songs about it. <laughs> the, the, the face off against the companion with the uh, desperately different sized characters. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, what rhymes with heiress? <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> hmm. I'll have to think about that one. So Mouse is just going to uh, try to unthreateningly stroll over to uh, to the Harbinger and uh, um, Madam Harbinger. I'm I'm sorry for all the uh, the confusion. Do you mind if I ask you who you're looking for? Um, there's none of your concern. My business is my own. I, I'm sorry you got involved with this. Um, this young girl, she seemed to have ensnared your friend into helping her and you, you helping him. I'm not too sure, but... Uh, apologies for all this. Uh, I'm sure to disturb your. And she sort of like gives a derisive look to the guys. Goes, "You're fun, um, but my business is my own." And I totally you. understand. I just wondered if perhaps we could help. Be careful when you go out at night. And she turns around and always, always. She, she walks into your vasker and through the door and uh, as you turn around sort of like the other companions are because you you've stepped up under the veranda she was heading towards the door so they're all sitting at tables surrounding this so they're, they're kind of like are all around you at the moment and uh, uh, sort of like Ayala's got a, a tankard in her hand and she goes uh, yeah you touched a, a nerve there uh, we're not entirely sure exactly um, what that was about either so I very much doubt you were going to get uh, any information out of her. I didn't think so either, but I thought I'd try. Do you mind if I have a? Do you have a, a spare mead somewhere? I could use a drink. Hey, sure, and you see, there's a, a, a square table closest to the door that's just piled up with. Uh, ales and, and meat, just bottles of mead and things like that. Mostly all the, the cheap stuff, just Nord Ale and mead. That's funny. So Mouse is just going to grab a mead and, and a sweet roll and, and uh, sit down on the steps looking out over the, the pitch. And uh, Farkas sort of like leads back and he's got um, sort of like a three quarters of an apple pie. Uh, picked up in one hand. <laughs> he cut a slice out of it and then picked up the remains. Uh, <laughs> uh, perfect. So is uh, is one of the four Siege Stone players not, not engaged? With, uh... Uh, goes... oh. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, was it... Uh... Uh, Farkas looks to you, Luke, uh, and says, "You're pretty strong. You should join the companions." And then he looks to you as well, Adjikoi, and he goes, "And I heard you're uh, 
you're pretty uh, nimble there. You managed to catch a few, and one of them caught you, I see. And he goes, we just lost our other cat. Do you want to be our new cat? <laughs> uh, if you need the services of monk, that's one thing, but I am nobody's pet. <laughs> uh, he goes, that's a shame. And he goes, I was hoping we were going to keep the last one, but Mjol uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, uh, Ayla says uh, she was no good. Good. Uh, I thought this is head. Mm. Have I blocked out again? You dropped no, again. No. And came back you did drop for a second. Now you now you're back. Mm. Um, yeah, he he was saying to Athis that he um, uh, the Athis is the only one that's uh, that he thought Athis was the only sneaky one, and uh, he. Pulled out a cork and threw it at Aether and said, Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think we lost Colin again. This really? is tough because, well, the, the tough part is that it, it's not usual. It's the usual kind of dropout. In other words, you don't just go choppy, you just sort of disappear. So we can't tell if you're pausing or. <laughs> or yeah. Or. Uh, at least on my end, that's the way it sounds. It's, yeah, it's sorry. exactly the same for me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. So you yeah. don't you don't start breaking up. You just sort of disappear and then come back. So. Yeah. so I'm gonna reach. Yeah, I'm gonna restart my um, broadband. Okay. Yeah, so, so we're at ten minutes fifteen here. So 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 while we're waiting for Colin to return, so. To, so I'll you know pull Jaquai away from the revelry a bit, and we'll you know we'll, we'll just step away. And if you know Malice or Body wants to come, just I you know I, I. So it seems like that Anuzarid didn't know as much as it sounded like she made it that she knew, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think she was fishing. Yeah, I can't say I'm surprised, but you know, it's it's more than I've had um, all along, so. At least it's something. So are we... Are we to seek out the caravans? Is this... Uh, do, we, do we... Is there another place? We, we passed caravans coming into the city, I think. Are there other... Are there all other holds of, of Skyrim that may be more central for the caravans? Well, I think... Uh... I don't want to guess what Colin would think I'd know, but I, I think Mouse would know essentially the, the basic roots of the caravans. Um, so, you know, Riften is certainly one of them. Uh, Solitude, um, Dawnstar, and Whiterun, um, and occasionally Windhelm. But, I mean, they, they pretty much touch every city, so... Um, I thought we didn't we we looked we looked for one on the way in, so uh, they weren't there. Oh, that's that's right, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. So well, maybe they've arrived on well whilst we have been dallying and playing throwing rocks. Uh, um, 
check on the way out. Mm. Yeah. Before I do anything, I need I need one of those tankards of mead. <laughs> well, they're, they're free, hurt. so I'm hurt. the the companions seem to be quite uh, free with their. Uh, oh, their... so did did did, uh, did your choir actually take damage? Uh, it didn't. It didn't uh, take any points away from me, but I had one of those boulders roll down my back. Oh. Um, I I did that instead of letting it hit my shield, which I think was against the rules. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, so I, that's I literally took one. I literally took one for the team. Yep. <laughs> your pride was hurt. Not your physique. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I mean, there's, there's still a small piece of pie after Farkas. No, no, no. Luke grabbed that. Sorry, you weren't fast oh, enough. Oh, well. <laughs> Rock slinging is, uh, is hungry work. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. The meat, there's probably the some dried be fish for uh, <laughs> There's some meat and dried fish for Jaquai. Checking the Facebook to see if Colin has popped anything in chat. I don't see anything. And he's back. Oh, hopefully he's back. So, you know, now we can see that uh, Farkas had a bigger board than you did, Luke. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't realize they were handicapping themselves that way. Well, I think they were confident that nobody was going to be able to throw a stone that far. <laughs> I, I splashed him a couple of times. That was as good as I got. Yeah, besides um, a natural 20, I don't think you were going to get there. Well, to start off was the, with, um, what should we call it? You had disadvantage, and it had three quarters cover to start off with. So I think it starting off was 35 was the AC that you had to hit to be able to hit it. Yeah. yeah. And it dropped down to half cover which was um 32 so you had to get a 30 which uh, can you get a 30 with a natural not, 20? No, no no uh no i the best i can get i think is a 24 without you know blessing or something yeah and we and we did we didn't cheat so we didn't we didn't use any spells i know because you could 27 because you had proficiency with it so you could add your proficiency bonus oh true 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 good 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 point uh that's that's 26 26 yeah yeah, two proficiency of two that's that's true 26 would be the best i could get so so so, yeah victor you want to check you want to check your caravan knowledge now that colin is back well we were just wondering where you know if if mouse knew pretty much knew the basic caravan routes um you know, the Kajiki caravan routes. I think he would, he would have a, uh, a knowledge of the basic routes, right? Um, you would know the roads of which of, like, you know, how to get where, but um, you wouldn't exactly know the routes that the Kajiki take because um, they're going to um, change the routes that they take so they can avoid bandits and having the same route right. every single time. Uh, I guess gonna... I meant I, he would know the cities that they, that they you know... That they go to, to and yeah. um, so like So roll a, a history check. Um, so... 
tree is. So. That's like a. So yeah, so you would probably know the. Oh, sorry, fifteen. Oh, pardon me. It's alright. Uh, you'll probably know the like the major players of of each one. So. Um, you would know the one that comes to right one definitely is uh, Taba, um, and she's the one who leads the the caravan that comes to right one and used to go into Falkreath, go through Falkreath, and that's the one that they had issues with uh, that you were sorting out for um, Nenya in Falkreath. Um, so, one second. Set up my uh... Am I dropping in and out again this time? You seem pretty strong now. For now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, away. Um and so we would have Right, a UESP. <laughs> Here we go. So, yes. Um, so the one is um, Ataba is the one that uh, runs the um, the ca caravan that goes to White Run and used to go into um, Falkreath. Um, she is taken over from Rasad because Rasad used to be the leader of that caravan. Um, the other caravan leaders are Akari, um, who goes to Dawnstar and to Riften, excuse me. And the other one is Madran, who goes from um, Winter Windhelm and. Solitude. Yeah, he goes Windhelm Solitude. Uh, Rasad um, would go from White Run to. I've forgotten the name of it. Uh, Markarth. So pretty much covers all the all the major cities. Yes, the, all the major cities are because uh, Akari would go Riften to Dawnstar. Um. Yeah, so it was, it was uh, Winterhold wasn't uh, travelled to there um, in the game, but um, they will have a, a caravan that goes there um, once you look into it more, uh, into it, like deeply. They'll definitely have transport there and back, and maybe you'll find out uh, that information um, when you speak to them. So I'll, well, I'll impart all that knowledge to uh, uh, to Jaquai. We have to decide which direction we want to go in to try to find a caravan, right? Well, so they were due in town any time now because um, it had been a couple of weeks since I've been here. Right, and we haven't been outside the gate since we got here, so maybe we, that's the first thing to check, right? Let's go yeah, out and see if go out and check and see, 
see what they're up to, you know, see if they're there, and if not, they should be here any time. Um, I think when you arrived, you were told by um, Usolda that they would probably be a week or just over a week, uh, depending on whether they need to avoid anything on the road, anything suspicious, so go into a a circuitous route, (coughs) as I said earlier, to uh, avoid bandits or avoid a threat. Um, but you've only been here two days, I believe. Mm. This is only your second day in Whiterun. So, if Mouse knows that Rasad's old route goes between Whiterun and Markarth, then he could make a good guess that we should travel the, the road heading west towards Markarth to see if we can meet up with the caravan. I mean, that's that's that would be the next best thing to do. If that's the... If we know that caravan is on its way. Well, so the challenge is, is that they could take a different route if they're they could. worried about bandits and we could miss them altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You're muted, Pat. And we haven't we haven't worn out our welcome in White Run yet. So 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 you're thinking, Jaquai, that we wait here for a bit to see if they make their scheduled stop here. Yeah, we can see if we can pick up any work to uh, to help us pay for uh, lodging. But you know we have we have money saved up. Um, but uh, I, I think if we go off. You know, looking for them, we could also be going past them and just spinning our wheels. Yeah, we yeah, know that's... we know they will end up here at some point. I wonder if there's a notice board somewhere in town. <laughs> Check by the end. Uh, you would have noticed that there is no notice board by the inn when you came in. Yeah. Um, roll a history check. Um, Mouse, sees you've been here before, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, I don't remember much on that one. Nine. Nine. You, you don't know why, but you know there was once a notice board uh, that used to be stuff po- was posted, but you haven't seen it in a few years. It looks like they took it down for whatever reason, you don't know. Well, we can always go to the inn and uh, to the bannered mayor and ask ask Hulda if she has any uh, heard any rumors uh, seems like we've kind of worn out our welcome a bit with these companions anyway shall we uh, shall we head up to the bannered mare yeah, if we stay much longer they'll draft us yeah <laughs> or at least they'll take our, our uh, they'll take <laughs> my prisoner don't, don't give them any ideas <laughs> So I'll I'll take one of their meads for the road, and then uh, <laughs> we can skulk away. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Farkas just sort of lightly raises it. Yeah, well, he goes, "It was nice paying you a pity we couldn't. Uh, I couldn't finish you off, but uh, maybe next time." And he goes, uh, "And those uh, uh, traders, the other Kajit, they're uh, they're coming here for a game, so they said they've got some sort of." secret weapon 
uh, that they're gonna come at me yet. But uh, yeah, we'll see. There's, but uh, yeah, they're definitely coming, and uh, they're coming here for games. So. Well, that's good to know. Thank you for but, telling. Uh, um, was it Anela? Sort of like you know, it gives you a little uh, sort of like a tap. It goes, yeah, the um, the Jarl uh, decided to do away with that um, notice board. Um, too many uh, people going after the same jobs, and uh, we got uh, a case of somebody following other people going to complete the jobs and then ambushing them killing them taking their equipment um, it was a big to do so only people authorized and um, sort of like you know set up with the, the steward you can talk to him speak to Holder first see if she has any odd jobs but if not if you're looking for uh, serious work um you want to go and talk to uh, Aventus Avenici up at uh, Dragon's Reach, but you won't really be allowed up there, not unless you have somebody who's willing to, like, you know, stake your name on it that you're allowed into Dragon's Reach. Hmm. So, um, like somebody like us, but, um, or somebody like uh, a priest or Holda herself, they could probably put. Uh, their name on there and if they know you um, but uh, they got to know you pretty well sorry better than we know you so. well thank you thank you for the information thank you raise my mead as, as we walk away yeah. so I'm, I'm um, best of luck so Luke uh, do you think you could have the Priestess of Kinnereth uh, put in a good word for us. I, I think we've, I think we've connected. Perhaps that she would be willing to do that. So, uh, Colin, remind us what what time of day is it? About one. You <laughs> seeing as uh, was it? We were playing the game for an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> um, that relates to in real time uh, to about twenty minutes. Uh, half an hour, so I would say it's probably about two o'clock, maybe two thirty. Mm -hmm. I would say at the latest, it's pretty midday. It's quite a nice day. It's nice and sunny. There's no snow on the ground. Um, you're actually probably getting a little bit hot in your armor there, Luke. Yeah, I think. I think, could, it, uh, I think if we, uh, Annika. Yeah, I think I think if we go that route first, try that route first, uh, we're more likely to. You know, not to be uh, watched uh, than if we go to Hulda and get a rumor that anybody else in the bar can get. Uh, so, it seems a little... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll stop back by the temple and uh, maybe meet you at the, uh, the Bannered Mayor in a few minutes. Do you mind if I come with you? Oh, come on, sure. Okay. Mouse is going to follow Luke on to the, the temple. And, yeah, body, it's, we're only four. Body and Jaquai can come along, or they can get a head start on this afternoon's uh, recap of of, of, uh, of of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a nice bench here by the uh, tree. I think I'm going to stretch out and uh, take a little rest. I, was, I think I was going to dip my toes in the water, maybe. <laughs> okay. 
as you uh, guys uh, circle around uh, your vodka, uh, underneath you, as you're looking up, you hear the the sounds of hammering uh, metal on metal, hammering and uh, a little bit of chiseling and a ch as you hear coming from the uh, the forge above you. Uh, you circle around. As you're coming around uh, your vasco and heading down the steps towards the main tree, uh, walking up the steps um, towards you and around you uh, is a, a face that none of the rest of you recognize, but you do, um, Luke. Uh, the gentleman that you saw in the temple talking to Danica is uh, now walking up the st steps heading towards uh, your Vaskar. Um, sort of like a opposite as you walk in. The the rest of you three see um, an oldish little um, uh, Nord man with uh, with grey hair, and this um, is probably about five nine, five ten, not overly tall for a Nord. And um, on the left side of his face, you see he has a scar over his left eye, a burn mark of where he has, his eyebrow has been burnt off and it, the, the scar goes across his eye and then to the side of his face and sort of like trailing off as it goes, heading towards uh, the top of his uh, sideburns. And he also has a separate burn mark just around the left side of his mouth. And again, that's just below his nose and just above the lips, and it stretches across to halfway across his cheek. Another burn mark. And he's now heading up the steps, heading towards your Vasker as you're heading down the steps, uh, heading towards into the center of town, towards the tree. So, uh, so he's so we're we're basically crossing on the in the steps, going opposite direction. Yes. Okay. Good, good day, brother. You're, you you missed the match, if that's what you're coming here for. Uh, uh, no, I have other business. I have other business. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't think. I thought I said that a bit low. Um, no, I had uh, other business. Uh, good day. Carries okay, on perhaps I'll see you back at the temple. Undoubtedly. So uh, just you know, keep walking. I, I I I saw him before. Didn't have any interaction, so I don't feel like this is uh, I don't feel like this is the point to interrupt his business since we have business of our own to tend to. Okay, so you guys head down towards the tree. Um, Jaquai, you take a, a nice sit down uh, underneath the tree. It's uh, absolutely gorgeous underneath the tree. As you you've gotten right underneath the shade but you've got enough of the sun getting on your legs so it's warming you up from the bottom to, uh, up and as you're uh, sort of like sitting there, Botty sits down next to you sort of like, you know, it looks like she's about to take her shoes off uh, and start dipping it into uh, <coughs> into the little stream water that's going past So, and the rest I of you think about it, this, that's not an open sewer, is it? <laughs> That's not potable water, correct? Uh, 
this is the the water that runs directly down from uh, Dragon's Reach from the clouds, from the cloud district uh, down oh, into. Wow. The wind. Yeah. I heard so much about it. Yeah, <laughs> not allowed to go. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's up to you what you guys like to do. Currently, uh, Jaquai is there sitting uh, on a bench under the tree, and uh, Botty has joined them. And uh, Luke and uh, Mouse, you said you were headed to the Temple of Kinra. Yeah, Mouse just wants to tag along uh, and get into uh, Dragon's Reach. That's that's his main impetus for for going along with Luke. Yeah, well, I, well, my my, uh, my my goal is to see if Danica can make an introduction so we can all get into Dragon's Reach. But yes. uh, we'll, we'll see if she is willing to do that. Uh, so, so, Ross, remind me, did did you meet Danica? Not, not formally. No, no, I've never met her formally. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll we'll stroll up to the. Uh, and did you see? I, I I was so close with that last rock. I, I know I splashed him up to his knees. Oh, just ah! Uh, I'd only found the range. It was and a tough continue match. in that vein until we get to the until we get to the temple. <laughs> it was a tough match. You tried your best. Yeah, as did we all. As did we all. Um, you head inside, uh, and it's again, it's not overly busy. There's uh, there is nobody in there that seems to be looking to uh, receive any healing, or uh, there is. Um, like a, as a customer, as it were, uh, but you see like one or two uh, at the shrines, just silently kneeling in, in front of it, saying a, a quiet prayer to themselves. And uh, Danica is making herself uh, busy by uh, sitting down and having a, a nice cup of tea. And uh, so I, I, I go up to her. She doesn't appear too busy. She's just having her tea. I said, uh, well, "Good afternoon, my lady. Do you have a moment?" Uh, Luke, in have a, a fun game. How did the match go? It was a bit of a, a bear. Uh, it that was one. A, uh, the, we were not having the best of it, although it ultimately was interrupted by uh, some uh, uh, extracurricular uh, inter, uh, extracurricular matters that, uh, that took the companions' attention away from the game. Oh, no, no problems. I hope. Uh, not, no. not, nothing too serious. You may have heard that there was a. Uh, a Khajiit who got into a bit of mischief at Yorvaskar. Uh, she apparently somehow somehow managed to elude the guards and tried to gain entry again, but the companions were uh, were too alert to her and uh, uh, her her uh, her appearance uh, being frog marched out by by the by the harbinger was uh, the interruption to our game. So uh, as you can see, and I point to my empty my now empty bottle of mead, we uh, we decided to pause the game and, and get an early start on the afternoon celebrations. Oh, because the, oh, the, car the caravaneers won't like this information. Though. She's going to start tarring them with the same brush everybody used to years ago. Oh, well. Yes, uh, well, hopefully our friend uh, Jaquai, who's traveled with us, perhaps he'll uh, do some uh, do some th some good to uh, to offset that. And, and by the way, I, I forgive, forgive my rudeness. Do you, do you, do you know my companion Septimus? Uh, his friends call him Mouse. My lady, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, pleasure, blessings of Kinnereth be upon you. Um, I, I I don't remember you, but uh, welcome. Thank you, friend of yours. 
Yes, we we've uh, what is it now? Several weeks, uh, several weeks, Septimus. I, I I think we've gone to be great companions. We, uh, you know, as as we discussed, uh, Lady Annika, when we 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 were able to help uh, to help some of the holds of Skyrim with uh, dealing with some of these uh, these late issues and uh, Mouse mm-hmm. and uh, Mouse was was a, a great companion and a and a and a, and a, and a and has been a, a true boon. I, I think, in fact, I. I hesitate to speak for Our Lady, and I nod towards the, uh, the, the shrine of Kinnerath as I say this, but but Septimus may have been the very guide that I was suggested to find uh, by my vision to send me to Skyrim, so so far he has steered us exactly as we need to go. Oh. Wow. She nods at, uh, at you, Septimus, at uh, you, Mouse, sort of liking it goes, it goes kind words indeed. I'm just and, 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 and we wonder if we might perhaps impose upon you uh, as a uh, leading uh, a leading resident and, and fixture of uh, and, and leader of, of, of the hold here. Uh, I must admit, my my companions and I are we're we're getting a bit bored. We think we might like to uh, perhaps uh, taste a little bit more of the adventure that has served us so well these past few weeks. Uh, we understand that the Jarl has chosen to take down the notice board, and but that perhaps we might be able to uh, uh, gain uh, to, to gain a, a job or a small chore that we might be able to help out the hold with. But we need entrance dragons reach to do that. Would would you by any chance be able to help us with uh, with gaining entry to the uh, entry to the uh, to the to the keep so that we might speak with the jarl or one of his uh, court members to uh, inquire about opportunities to, to help the hold um uh, yeah i i actually i i wouldn't mind at all but um something tells me that um and she looks looks turns her head looks greatly at, at your face luke and she goes i i don't think you're going to have a problem getting into Dragon's Reach at all. Oh. Um, but um, if it'll help, uh, I'll definitely, um, once I'm done here, uh, I'll take the stroll up and uh, leave word with uh, with Avenici that, uh, that I'll find you a very trustworthy person, but as I said, I don't think you're going to have as much as you getting into Dragon's Reach as you originally thought. Oh, oh, that's that's wonderful to hear. Uh, well, 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 thank you. Perhaps we'll perhaps we'll walk up in the morning uh, if if uh, just sort of inquiring. So you would perhaps be able to stop by. Yeah, this your convenience this afternoon, perhaps, and we will stop by in the morning. Can't a woman enjoy a cup of tea? No, <laughs> precisely. I did not want to interrupt your tea. Therefore, uh, please, please enjoy. And that I will. So, all right. So, uh, uh, again, thank you for your time, and uh, I'll I'll stop back by this evening to see if uh, any uh, if there any uh, supplicants uh, come by or if any work is needed here. Uh, enjoy your tea. Thank is you. that is that Kenneth's root tea by any chance, my lady? Yes. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Uh, this is lavender tea. Thank you very ah, much. Ah, okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> I haven't had any Canis root tea in a very long time. Yeah, Lee, I 
best leave that to the elves. Uh, you're a pretty adventurous one. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, shall we meet our friends? Yep. So as you see there, um, Jaquai and um, uh, Botty, as you are sitting uh, comfortably under the tree, enjoying the midday sun. Um, or the just after midday sun, um, you spot uh, a familiar face walking up the steps uh, towards the tree. And uh, upon seeing you, Barty, you see the young girl sort of like give you a little wave and uh, walk up. Say, young girl, she's probably about the same age as you are, uh, just in her twenties. And uh, Dorth comes up to you and she goes, "Oh, hey, your um, armor and uh, shield, the chain shirt." That you bought uh, yesterday, it's all ready for you to collect. You can pop down to um, War Maidens and get it fitted as uh, as soon as you need. Absolutely, great. Thank you so much. We'll uh, wrap up my toe dipping here and uh, head on down there here pretty soon. Yeah, it's um, it's rather cold, you know. And the water that you've just dipped your toe in is freezing cold. What, what so, do you have here? You want a tip or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she kind of shakes her head and turns around and walks away. Uh, and just as uh, she's heading back down, um, that's when Luke and uh, Mouse exit the the, uh, the temple. Well, if we're going to wait till tomorrow to go to Dragon's Reach, I'm going to wander on down to the Bannered Mare and settle in for for an evening. Why do you think I suggested the morning? That leads to the afternoon. There's more yeah, meat to sample. Absolutely. I'm just going to sit in a corner and listen. Right, well, body's armor's ready, so I'll take her down to uh, to War Maidens, and we'll uh, we'll get that sorted out. I guess I'm drinking alone then. I stroll into no. the Bannered Mayor. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm that's I'm with you. I'm right behind you. Uh, all right, drinks are on body. Hey. <laughs> okay. Any bard who could afford a new set of armor clearly could afford a round for her friends. Absolutely. Here you go, pal. No, it's okay. We have we have ample party funds. So, Jaquai and Butty, you uh, head down the steps and said they're your way down to um, War Maidens. Uh, as you approach War Maidens, um, the... Um, the young girl who had, uh, came up and sort of like passed you on the information is uh, outside working on the uh, working at the uh, smelter, uh, filling out with a little bit more coal, just getting it a little bit more, a little hotter. Um, but you don't see the um, uh, the older woman, Adrienne, uh, outside. So we'll go inside. Yeah. Pop. Let's pop in. See who's who's around. Okay. So you head in through the door. As you head in, you see um, 
uh, Adrienne and just behind the counter um, <coughs> sitting down uh, kind of snacking on what seems to be uh, cut up pieces of apple she goes oh you're here uh, just give me a second and she sort of like quickly polishes off uh, the little bit of apple that she has and she goes oh well we're all ready for you we have it uh, now and um, she goes opens up the, the door at the back and, and heads out the back and comes uh, back out the front with uh, a brand new uh, chain shirt and uh, it's um, looks slightly different than the one that you had previously saw um, this one is a lot darker it looks like it's been polished up with some black polish to uh, darken it down uh, make it more of a matte finish than uh, the, than the shiny finish that you saw and as you look at it it's all across the the front uh, part of it is the the front part of the chest is all one piece and it splits on the left hand side of the armor with a lace up piece and opens up so you have to open up the left side of the armor by undoing loads of leather laces and then you can put it on over your head and then put your right and your left arm through and it's kind of like pulling on a really um, heavy leather shirt as you pull your head through the, the neck piece closes around and as you as she starts tugging on the laces it starts tightening up and there's little flaps that after she's done tugging on the laces dragging them all down to just below your waistline and pulls them nice and tight and ties off uh, the laces there's a, a leather flap that goes over where all the the lace-up holes go up the side. So, on the front part, on the chest part of the armor, there are no gaps. There's no buttons up through the center. It's all one piece right across the chest to give you the maximum amount of protection. After she's fitted you with your new chain shirt, she goes and fetches uh, the shield, which again has now been polished up and darkened down with a much darker polish. And... Uh, on the front of it you see that what appears to be on the outside she says to you because you have mentioned something about uh, dragons or something on the on when you came into Mexico so we thought we'd give it a little bit of flair and there as you see around uh, the outside of the the shield from the outside pointing in seems to be what uh, loads of flames pointing in that have been embossed into the uh, like burned into the wooden part of the front part of the shield and she passes it over to you um, Butty do you want to oh make my, a remarkable piece of uh, armor here and um, while you're there getting fitted do you want to make a perception check you and uh, to quiet with a 20 plus any advantage? Um, perception check is... Proficiency? Uh, wisdom. I don't know whether you're proficient in perception or not. Plus two, it says here. Maybe not. So, no, that's probably... Like some... Okay. Um, you'll have a you'll have your your list of skills that you're proficient in somewhere in the middle of your, your sheet, probably. I can, I can bring it up here. Give me a second. Uh, 
Loyalty. <laughs> Not the best time in the world to get it, but I got a natural 20. Um, no, no, wow. Not proficient. Okay. Um, so it's your, so for you, Andrew, it's your wisdom modifier plus, but then you have plus one for jack of all trades as a bard. So sixteen with the plus one. Sixteen. Did you? Um, let me see. What was your wisdom? Is a plus? Yeah. So you have wisdom plus two. Um. So whatever you rolled plus three. 18 in that case then right yeah so uh, both you and uh, Jaquai you see everything in this store as you're sort of like you know as she's getting fitted <coughs> I mean she takes off her her old leather armor but she still has like a a thin tunic underneath it to be able to protect from like you know the leather and the, the straps and things like that rubbing directly on the skin uh, so she takes off the old armor and uh, she's getting fitted. And as, as she's getting it fitted, you're having a, a wander around and you can see sort of like, you know, iron swords, steel swords. So sort of like starting off on the left, some of them are displayed. Uh, some of them seem pretty old and battered and are on display. You're wondering why, but all the other ones are, are down around the sides and they're starting to go up from iron um, up to uh, steel. And then there's a couple of odd metals that Sometimes you do recognize as oracalcum and maybe, um, what's it, uh, moonstone swords and shields and things like that. But they're all sort of like, you know, put up very high and seems to be on display. Um, but both of you notice that right at the very back, there seems to be a display case at the back of shop behind the counter. And uh, it's lit up by two candles on either side of it. Uh, inside a glass case and inside this glass case you see what appears to be a pair of boots and they have they're made of like a what appears to be white leather a very sort of like light colored leather um, sort of like almost white but sort of like a base skin tone uh, at the top white fur comes out um, so you're thinking it must have been some sort of snow creature uh, that gave its uh, hide. Uh, and then up through, along the sides and up the front of this boot, seems to be a very um, a shimmering blue glass going up the center of the boot that provides the armor for this glass. And all across it is giving a nice sheen to the boots. They have sort of like a, like a gleam to them. But it's very well looking exceptionally well made um, and very proudly displayed as well. Now those boots are something fierce. Um, as you as you say this, um, uh, Adrienne turns around and looks and she goes, oh, you noticed those, did you? She goes, ah, yes, they're um, they are my goal. I wish they weren't goes but uh, yes it's um, our benefactor um, brought those with her um, and showed them to me they're <laughs> exceptionally made and made with a material that I haven't be, uh, been able to get the better of yet uh, I'm afraid she still exceeds me on certain things 
and it's quite irritating. But um, no, yeah, you're definitely got a good eye. They're exceptionally well made and um, exceptionally enchanted as well. It's uh, it's quite rare to to find these things um, just anywhere, but uh, very expensive as well. Now I'm a but a poor, you know, traveler, of course. But I do have a, a good eye for for something of incredible beauty and value. Have you ever heard of the in 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 the bard world? We have an unspoken rule of the bard's boots. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, she rolls a history check. Sixteen. She goes. Are those the ones with the bells on? <laughs> yes, actually, those the bells do work in incredibly well to the bard's boots theory. This theory goes: the bard that has the most beautiful boots should their boots should go unnoticed based on the uh, actual content and beauty of their words. You know a wonderful bard will have the most beautiful boots, but no one will ever comment on them because the story is so rich. I love those boots. Oh. Well, as you should, they're um, a very a beautiful pair of well-made boots, and she goes, but... Um, they've got uh, quite the unique enchantment on them, um, pushing the price up. Although they're well made, which is, makes them expensive overall, with the enchantment, it brings them to 2,500 gold for the boots. Um, but um, anyone who wears these boots um, would be able to move unseen and unheard as they're trying to sneak into any location. The most uh, coveted of all artifacts. It is... Uh, uh, probably would help your um, your big friend with the... Uh, with the all the heavy armor. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, people would be able to hear him coming um, or escaping in, in any of those situations. But uh, yeah, definitely if uh, anybody uh, wears these ones, they've got an enchantment that uh, kind of aids in uh, the sneaking. We elves have a saying also, avoid a kerfuffle through the power of muffle. <laughs> Very nice. <clears throat> so... She fits. Um, she finishes fitting your armor and getting your a brand new um, wooden shield with uh, the fire emblazoned um, uh, front um, and sets you all up. You have already paid for it. It's uh, all ready to go. But um, she does say to you, and she goes, "Oh, if." Um, if you know anybody who's um, got uh, sticky fingers who would probably be interested uh, in um, 
like procuring something like that and she points to the boots because please let them know that I just had the last guy cleaned off the floor that tried to take them. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's very ill-advised. Um, the uh, They're all well protected. Duly noted. I can observe. I can appreciate from afar. We're not going to steal your boots. <laughs> Paris the thought, but... Uh, uh, just in case you see anybody or anybody who's interested or sort of like, you know, if you're telling the story of these magnificent pair of boots, make sure they're well known that they're well protected. <laughs> the protection of the boots will travel with the story of the boots, of course. Thank you. Is there anything else I could get you? Or anything I could get uh, you? Uh, young friend, I uh, I still have uh, some very nice swords. I think you could find very handy. Oh, thanks for the offer, but uh, I have no use for them. <laughs> <clears throat> As he sharpens his claws. <laughs> so you now have a new new armor and shield. Uh, with a chain shirt and shield, I believe your uh, AC is now raised up to uh, 17, I think. Uh, yes, I have written down new AC 17 as of 721.19. Okay. Well, actually, I just received it now. Though. Mm -hmm. And it still ha and it has that really nice, fresh cut and polished leather smell. Mm, very nice. When um, we hang bag scents around our horses' necks, the new leather smell is a one scent we like to hang there. Okay, so you take one last look at the boots, <laughs> and then. Uh... Watching backwards, yeah, yeah, she she <laughs> escorts you uh, uh, off the premises, <clears throat> and so as they're headed out the door, Jaquai leans over to Body and says, "You'll never find a pair of boots like that." <laughs> <laughs> and just as soon as we're out of earshot, I lean into uh, Jaquai and say, "You know, once you get in there, as soon as you put those boots on, they'll never know they're gone." <laughs> They'll never hear you leaving. Yeah. I, I think you're thinking about my brother. Speaking of which, let's check in on that. Well, we're down here by the gate. We can pop out and, and see if, uh, if the caravan's here. Do the gates close at a certain hour? Do we have to be worried about being outside of the city past a certain time or anything? You could always go to the gate guard and ask him, if I go out, can I come back in? Will <laughs> <laughs> you want me back in, please? Get, get my hand stamped or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we outside. Do you want to do that, Jaquar? <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. 
Okay, so you guys um, head out to, for the gates there. There's a, a cup. There's a. You see a guardhouse to the opposite side of War Maidens, and there is a guard uh, just in front of the gate, just standing off to the side. It doesn't seem very interested in sort of like you know eyeing you up or sort of like you know Gina. He's just standing there near the garden, sort of like you know sees you walking down and just sort of like it's one of those looks where he's turned around and he's starting to look directly at you but he makes sure that he looks away so you don't have to do that like head nod that means that, that you've just caught somebody's eye he just quickly looks the other way so he doesn't have to do that and uh, you head on out uh, to the gate Yeah, so there's no reason to walk all the way around. I'll just head up this battlement here and take a peek over the wall and see if they're there. <laughs> yeah, so you have a look over the battlement, but as you're uh, looking at, you don't see anybody camped out the side and sort of like, you know, you're having a look around. Um, but no, you don't see anything. You see, you look down and you can you can see the, um, the stables. You can see your horses. Um, all sort of like you know bundled over into one corner with like you know sharing one like bale of hay between them alright well we'll check back later I'll uh let's go back in maybe we'll catch up with the, the other guys and uh have some uh some more mead I'm still trying to work out a few kinks <laughs> Sounds good. I'll join you. Yeah. So you head back inside the, the gate and head off back up into and head into the Bannard Mayor, uh, where you meet up with um, Luke and um, Mouse. So Luke and Mouse, while you are waiting for uh, Botty and uh, uh, Jaquai to return, is the any particular place you wanted to sit, eat, do, talk, chat to? Well, Mouse likes to sit in, you know, quiet corners where he can also hear things. So um, I wonder if he's been able to hear anything, any, you know, interesting tidbits uh, while they've been sitting, sort of desultorily chatting quietly. But Mouse has kept his ears open to see if he can hear any uh, anybody talking with loose lips. Has, has he heard anything? May I roll for that? Or... Yeah, um, but given him, bear in mind that it's, uh, and you, well, everybody would know, it's, you're probably looking around about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, so. Yeah, not, not a whole lot of clientele, yeah. Not a lot of people there, yeah. yeah. So, uh, first, um, roll a perception check. That's 21. 21. So, you, uh, all your, sort of like, you know, regulars are there. I'm sorry, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, 19. Added wrong. Sorry, 19. Um, all your regulars there, so you have uh, Holder as per usual. She uh, does disappear off into uh, the kitchen area for a little while while she's uh, cooking up, uh, getting some food ready for the evening for when everybody comes in. Um, Mikhail is there. He seems to be getting like checking that all, all his um, his instruments are um, are in good working order. And you see the uh, the red girl, uh, girl. She's uh, cleaning tables, cleaning uh, cups and mugs and tankards and things like that, and getting them all set up ready for the, the evening rush. Um, so uh, roll a. Well, you said uh, nineteen. It was. Uh, 
perception. <coughs> there is not really much that. Okay, it's a little early. Yeah, they don't really talk to each other that much, but um, listen back in uh, later on that mm -hmm. evening, and you'll probably be able to hear what. Not unless you were gonna go around and if you're just sitting there passively listening out. Um, but if you want to go and sort of like inquire with a few different people about any rumors or anything like that, we can go for a different role. Uh, well, yeah, I, my mouse is going to wait a little while and then perhaps uh, talk to Sadia. Okay. So, oh. uh, a, few, a few minutes go past as you're sort of like, you know, quietly having a drink and sort of like um, uh, Luke, obviously. Um, a, a very aware person probably sees what what you're doing. He sort of like you know leans back and doesn't uh, disturb your silence that you seem to be uh, revering in. So you see there calmly. Is there anything uh, you wanted to accomplish in this sort of like you know forty minutes uh, hour that you're waiting for, Botty? Luke? Uh No, I'll uh, I'll just I'll just follow Mouse's lead. I can I can I can tell what he's trying to do and what his nature is, and I'll just. Uh... You know, every other meet of his, I'll take off his hand so that he doesn't have to you know, spend, get get too loaded. So I'll make sure that he uh, uh, <laughs> keeps his wits about about him. So and I'll, I'll uh, and and you know, if there's something that if there's something that uh, that I feel like I get a sense of, he's you know his his ears have really perked up and he's uh, uh, he's really interested in something. I will uh, you know over the course of the night because it's just a cantrip and I can throw it around freely. I will periodically. Uh, if I get a sense that he's, uh, if I get a sense that he's really trying to listen to something particularly keenly, I will uh, uh, touch him on the shoulder and uh, and and, and uh, offer offer guidance to him, which okay. will uh, allow him to roll a d4 and add to his ability check um, if, if at some point he, uh, he he's really onto a hot lead. Okay, um, so you while while <laughs> while Mouse is observing everybody else, you're observing Mouse, yeah. Exactly. And I don't mind sitting with my back to the door. I feel very safe here. <laughs> um, so, I'm trying to think. What would be concentration, perception? It's, 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 a, it's a one I, actually, minute. Well, yeah. no, I, I was going to think, like, you know, over the course of the night. So, give me a general, uh, what would be an insight check. So, whatever you would Okay, get, yeah, that, in, that's what I was insight. thinking. It's kind of a, I'm going to kind of keep my eye on mouse and I may get the sense, oh, he's onto something. I will, yeah. uh, at that moment, try to, uh, try to slip in a, uh, try to slip in a, a, a guidance cantrip just to give him a little edge. Yeah. And on that, uh, so my insight check, I roll a, ooh, that's not bad. Uh, I roll a 17. 17, okay. So depending on uh, on what he's overhearing, we'll see whether he can. Uh, yeah, and it and it's and it is just a cantrip, so I have no problem throwing it around freely over the course of yeah. the evening and just uh, laying laying a hand on his shoulder, and it, it doesn't even have a material component, so I can just uh, lay a hand on his shoulder and, and whisper a short prayer to Kenara. Um So um, you have a nice, relaxing evening, and. Um, it's getting up right about four o'clock, and uh, Botty, in a brand spanking new armor, bursts through the door, <laughs> arms out wide, shield sort of like you know up in the, in the air. No. <laughs> Check out the new armor, guys! Isn't this awesome? Check out the black scorch marks in the flames. 
<laughs> a badass. That is very nice worksmanship. Wow. It is lovely, buddy. It really I'm, is. I'm, I'm impressed. Oh, and it's it's right. and it's not shiny, so it won't get it. It won't. Uh, you won't stand out if you don't want to. Yeah, very it's nice. Because, you know, it's got like dragon burns because I'm basically the dragonborn. I don't know if I ever told you guys that, but uh, I kind of like the dragonborn. You want to hear about it? <laughs> a little more about farmers <laughs> because it's need went down wrong. There. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one earns that one earns body a definite stink eye from from Luke. So what? <laughs> Oh, I'm really excited. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna go polish my armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's that's what they're calling it these days. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hang a sock on the doorknob. <laughs> uh, so, Jaquai, any sign of uh, any sign of the caravan outside the city walls? Uh, nope, not yet. Um, what did, do you remember? What you got for when you rolled for information about the um, uh, sorry, mouse? What you rolled when you were looking for information on the caravan? Oh God, no! I'm this sorry. Ago. Yeah, uh, I want to say it was like a thirteen. That's a, I was. It was middling. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. You know, it was like, yeah. but yeah, between ten and fifteen is what I was remembering. Yeah, you you would. Yeah, it's. You've been here enough to know that they're not banished to the outside, uh, outside of the cities anymore. They're they're well trusted now, and they're invited into the cities, and they're they're more, they're more now kind of like um, I don't know what to say, delivery men, like you know, but they are what sort of like you know would bring very expensive um, components or parts or items to shops that need them. The they're the most trusted to be able to sort of like transport expensive gear and equipment. Um, so instead of them just bringing wares now and what they sell, and they still do that, um, so they can uh, they'll have like sort of like you know their their car outside which will have gear on it. But they're welcome into the cities, and if you want to trade, they're welcome to bring their gear into the cities. They don't have a particular shop or a base of operations where they can do. But if you say, like, you know, I was wanting this, and they can either say, oh, well, follow us out to the car or sort of, like, wait here, and then tomorrow we'll bring it into us and we'll deliver it to your door, whatever like that. They're, uh, they're very well-respected traders now. Okay. So I'm going to let them know all that. So he, he, let, he lets you know that you, you went outside and looked for the caravan for nothing. <laughs> well, we... we uh, <laughs> We all heard uh, Mule say that that the, the Khajiit were going to be the next uh, opponents on the uh, uh, at the uh, tournament. So I, I guess we sort of might have inferred that then uh, that they were allowed into the city, right? She did say that, correct? Yeah. She she did say that. Yeah. yeah. But the tents always get set up before the uh, the main group of caravaneers show up, anyway. So. Amazing, they just sort of appear out of nowhere. It's, <laughs> it's their roadies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the roadies. <laughs> so 
So what what where, what time are we at at this point? Still after four, five, somewhere. In yeah, there? it's probably you sitting down there having a, a nice chat. Is anything you'd um, like to discuss or talk about uh, amongst yourselves? Sort of like you know bringing up the the day's events or what you're looking towards in the future, where you're going, what you're thinking is. Well, uh, Mouse finds it hard to, to think about that sort of thing on a completely empty stomach, so he's going to try to catch Sadia's eye and see if he can get her over and order a porker loaf, which she dearly loves. So, so that's the first thing he's going to uh, try to... doesn't like to, you know, kind of clink his glass or, you know, wave or anything like that, because that's kind of rude, but, but he wants to, wants to try to get Sadia's attention at some point. So, oh! Hello? Can I help you? Yeah. Um, I don't know about my friends. I'm sure they're hungry as well, but uh, do you have any uh, fresh horker loaf? Uh, actually, I think that's what uh, Holder's working on just at the moment. It'll be be ready in about half an hour or so if you are. That would be awesome. Guys, do you, do you like horker loaf? Uh, would you like some? I'll buy, buy around for the table. Uh, some good bread to go with it. Big thumbs up from Luke. Excellent. Sounds good, but so, you know, now that we're in the big city, I wonder if uh, if they might have any specialty stuff. Like, um, do you do you have pork belly? I really love a delicious succulent piece of pork belly. Uh, I'm not sure where a, the parts come from. Uh, I'm afraid uh, it kind of just shows up in squares. So, uh, all right, Horker loaf will be fine. You could probably order exactly what you want if you were in Windhelm, where they hunt those types of creatures. But um, I'll start to mention how good Braze Sabercat is and then realizes what he's saying and stops kind of hashing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> kind of stares off towards Mikhail. Yeah, Sadie gets like real eyebrows and he goes as <laughs> as a walking away. Hold on! <laughs> bloodstains, bloodstains, bloodstains. So, um, you sit there and um, you um, she brings you out your meal. Minutes go past, and then sort of like you know the evening um, starts uh, coming in, and you get uh, sort of like uh, the two um, uh, all the people from the market uh, coming in, apart from the um, the wood elves who works on the on the and the meat stall. But you do have uh, the two imperial women coming in from the fruit. And uh, the fruit stall, and you do have the um, what is it? Um, let's see who you have. I've got bloody thing open here in front of me, and I'm sort of like trying to do it from memory. So, um, you would recognize um, Mouse, um, John Battleborn, and uh, Ofina uh, Greymane, or uh, Ofina Battleborn. Ah, okay. now um, heading inside, um, sitting down in the corner. Um, 
you will uh, a few minutes later um, you will see Sigurd and um, Isolda heading in you will know that Sigurd works in Bellathor's general goods as a general dog's body uh, those two head inside um, and then a little while after that you see um, was it Orvalstein, Greymane and um, uh, Janessa walking in and look at the table of where John and Ofina is and you just you literally see uh, Orvalstein go harumph and then sort of <laughs> walk past them and head to the, uh, the, the one of the, the very corner tables. Uh, actually, no, he would head over and he's now sitting at the table, um, what would be Uthgard's table. He's sitting there with Janessa uh, on the opposite side of where her tankard and her sword is. So that's so far as the, the amount of the type of people who have walked in uh, as you're sitting there having your dinner. So, so just to, pretty much the standard crowd is what you're saying, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. So there, there aren't any other patrons? That, uh, or are there other patrons as well? Uh, no, the... Okay. You didn't see them leave, but there were the Windhelm guards that were in the day before but you don't hear them upstairs and you don't see them anywhere around yeah okay well Oss is just going to keep his ears open then at this point quietly listen to his companion's conversation or... okay, roll, a... <laughs> roll a perception check as you're hearing mm-hmm. yeah Ah, one too many meads. Um, let's see, uh, that's a 10. Roll a d4 as well. Oh, almost lost it there. And a 1. <laughs> one's an 11. <laughs> yep. um, you, you, apart from the harumph, you don't really hear it. You definitely don't hear uh, John and Ophina's, um conversation there at one of the tables nearest the door and... I believe you were at the table next to the kitchen, weren't you? Oh, I was. Either one doesn't matter. I sort of pictured us on the other on the other side of the door, but but yeah, table near the kitchen is fine. Um, wherever you wherever you placed us is fine with me. Um, so as they're passing, uh, Janessa and uh, uh, you. Know, the only thing you hear is um, you don't hear anything of Oldstein, but you do hear Janessa because you're going to have to talk to her sometime. She goes, they're coming over for dinner and, and on Sunday anyway. <laughs> or Sunday. <laughs> uh, and and they're heading off to their table as they go off for a drink. Okay. So, is there uh, anything you wanted to accomplish tonight, guys? No, since Mouse failed to... Uh... Sort of perk up with anything interesting. He's getting kind of bored with sitting there, um, looking around one last time to see if he sees anybody interesting who might catch his eye. But uh, doesn't seem to be anybody. Yeah, so. yeah unless he 
uh, actively wants to go and sort of like you know maybe speak to Holder or anything like that to like Sergio any rumors or <coughs> anything like that no I swear with our trip to uh, Dragon's Reach coming up tomorrow I don't he doesn't want to you know stir up too much suspicion right now or even interest I should say not necessarily suspicion any more interest than they already have in, in their in their party from all the other notor- not- notorious things they've done while in whilst in Whiterun. So he's gonna he's just gonna sit and bide his time. Okay. As you're sort of like, you know, finishing up your meals and stuff like that, coming in and clearing up the plates, um you're sitting turn around and as uh, the door goes again and as the door goes and um just uh, one person walks in and you see again this um, old Nord grey hair burn scar over the right uh, over the left eye and the and the mouth um, walking in uh, slowly sort of like you know looking around the room sort of like you see him uh, sort of like you know see you you see him see you you and your party at the table and uh, and then sort of like look back towards the uh, the the bar head over to where Holder is gets a drink um, and sort of like sits down at the bar this is the second time that Mouse has seen him is, does, is there any glimmer of recognition mm-hmm. um, roll uh, roll yeah, it wouldn't be history. It'd definitely be perception. Roll a perception. Again, one more, one too many. Now <laughs> down to eight. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you can add your um, another D four to that. I'll, I'll I'll say that you definitely when he walks in, um, Luke would have seen you clock this guy as he walked in and Luke's seen right. him a couple of times. It's a three, so it takes me up to eleven. Right, so just over ten. Um, the only thing you recognize on him is the um, the amulet of Kinnereth mm. that he wears around a neck. So, like, you know, you, you saw it when you see him walking up the stairs and um, sort of like, it, it, when you looked at it, it was like, oh, it must be either just a normal Krishna or somebody maybe of uh, Luke's ilk. But he walks in and sits at the bar. Hmm. So I, I, I see Mouse eyeing him. Uh, mm-hmm. would, would Mouse you want me to go buy him a drink? He certainly looks interesting. I'm very curious about those scars. I, I see the the amulet. Is he? Did you meet him in the temple? He was speaking with Danica, so I did not uh, speak with him. Although we we did meet, hmm. uh, as uh, you know, this was this is the third time today that I've. Uh, well, I think maybe or perhaps yesterday that I saw him at the temple. So he's been in town for a bit. Uh, yeah, he might yeah. be an interesting fellow to uh, invite him over to sit down with us. Maybe if you if you think he. Uh, might enjoy a little conversation. Yeah, let me let me since uh, since we share the faith, let me let me start, and I'll see if I can uh, see if he's uh, perhaps interested in joining us. So you so, have uh, 
Yeah, I head over to the bar. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I scoop up all the empty tankards from our uh, from our table. Mm-hmm. Uh, take them over to the bar. Um, make sure I sort of edge up next to him. Drop the empties on the bar. You know, get the get the barkeep's attention, and you know, raise up four fingers for you know for four refills. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, just you know, clearly, clearly, I've got an excuse to sit here for a few minutes, to stand here for a few minutes while he gets all these tankards out of the way and pours four more meads, and I fumble with my change purse and et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, um, so as I'm standing there, I'll uh, uh, oh, and uh, for, for I'll uh, I'll also uh, you know. Let me look at. Hang on. Let me let me look at a spell here. I think I think guidance is the only thing I have for ability checks. Uh, yeah, blasts for attacks and saves. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So I will. Uh, I'll actually. Um, I'll actually uh, uh, request as I as I, just as I step up, I'll actually. Uh, request kinds get guidance to myself and yeah. <laughs> step up to him and uh and uh say uh, good 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 evening brother uh i hope your business with the companions went well he, he was just about to take a swig when when you started talking and he sort of like you know pulls it around and he goes he sort of like nods his head and he goes i i think i got what i needed oh, that's that, that's good we uh my my companions and I are uh, are here visiting in town, and we're we're, uh, we're actually not sure of our next uh, of our next path. Are you uh, are you in town for a few days? Or are you moving on to other to other business? He he sort of you know he lifts it up and takes a swig while he's still uh, looking at you with the with his right eye with his good eye because uh, I assume you're on his right side he was at the yeah, end of the yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah since, I, since I've seen him three times I, I know which side he's not going to be able to, to see well out of so I don't I, I go to his good side for sure so he's uh, eyeing you with that and he goes <laughs> he goes no I'm uh, I'm local um, and he sort of like leaves her as you mentioned friends he sort of like you know leans back and he goes you know, uh, interesting crowd it, it it is, although they've they've proven to be outstanding companions. Could if, if uh, you're you're local, if if you've got nothing else planned for the night, would you would you join us? We'll we'll buy you a round or two and perhaps uh, get uh, get to know the town a little bit better through your eyes. We we we've we've had a very warm welcome here, but we'd love to get to know some of the some of the local uh, residents and. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe we'll learn a thing or two about the city where we find ourselves for a time. Would, would you like to join us? He looks back at at them and looks up at you, and so like you know, you don't see the smile on his face. You you only see the smile in his eyes, at the cracks of like you know the corners of his eyes where there's sort of like you know a slight squint, but his his sort of like you know his facial expression doesn't change. Um, with your insight, you'd be able to tell that he's sort of like you know, he kind of liked that, and uh, he turns back to and he goes, "Yeah, it sounds like uh, will be a an interesting evening." And he finishes off his uh, bottle of mead and pushes the uh, to the opposite side and uh, stands up, sort of like he's standing next to you as if he's going to head back to the table. And uh, Holder looks at him and goes, "Oh, did you want another cord?" And, and I and I, I waved to Holden, 
and 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 point to the four she's getting for me and say I'll make it make it you know make it five and I'll I'll pick up his his refill. And uh, Cord nods his head. Well, thank you. And I think uh, we'll leave it there for this uh, week's episode of uh, Skyrim D where um, our intrepid gang have uh, invited um, uh, what appears to be an interesting fellow. They're, they have come across a few moments in time um, throughout the day in their travels around White One, and they're uh, heading uh, back to the table to spend the evening with uh, Cord, a name that they've uh, heard before as a heading way. So, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, hopefully uh, we will have maybe a little bit of uh, action as our <laughs> intrepid gang head up maybe to uh, Dragon's Reach to uh, maybe partake of a, a job or two, maybe uh, a bounty hunt in the name of uh, Jarl Balgruf the Greater. Mm. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thank you. Guys. That was always good. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you.